Welcome to Thank You Interview. This is the second in our summer series of advice from prolific and proficient content creators. If you missed last week's, I encourage you highly to check it out. It was really valuable and there was some great stuff in there. And if you did catch last week's and you're now tuning in for this week's, first of all, make sure you subscribe to whatever you're listening to this or watching it for that matter. And you can expect words of wisdom and some incredible advice this week from Danny Denhard, Gary Gumbleton, Steve Atkins Linnell and Rebecca Roberts. Now, on to the podcast. Danny Denhard. If someone listens to this and they want to come and pick your brains and they, they, they want to email you or, or contact you on LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, and they because they want to start their own newsletter, what would you tell them? Uh, eight things. So eight, eight things? things. Yeah. yeah. All so, right, get me, get me chair. So it's create your own lane, don't be the same, but be different. So, you know, go at it yourself, find your own path or your own avenue, go for the format that works for you. Don't is that just going back to it. point one. Sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you and be a bad host. Is that easier said than done? You can people copy, but copying is difficult, right? So you can, you can copy in my format, but being consistent over it and finding something that's interesting enough to a different audience is going to be difficult. So yeah. find something that's relevant for you or you can, you can have an opinion on, as opposed to, you know, rather than just have an opinion for an opinion's sake, actually add value to the audience. Yeah. So, you know, if I, one of my goals is to get someone to guest edit must reads and see how well it does for the next year. <laughs> but that could go horribly wrong for me. It could go really well successfully for the newsletter. It could go horribly wrong for me because it just might have a completely different audience, a different level of connection, whereas they might be bored of my own stuff, right? But I think you should be always be different. You can always be inspired, but choose your own path is how okay. I would explain it to people. Go for the format that works for you. Writing isn't for everyone and it isn't easy. I think it's probably the hardest form of, of creating. And just ask ask any book writer that. It's really difficult. Yep. So if it's TikTok and short video, do it or YouTube shorts. Or if it's longer form, do it. Or or if you want to do audio notes, which I'm I've always thought about doing, do it. If it's a podcast try and do it it's really hard get past that magic eight number and then then yeah. then you can you can go through it building your hard. audience <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> building your audience is eight percent of the job yeah find the right tools to help you the tools i use probably might not help other people and uh, there's a million tools out there to find the tools for you making mistakes is part and parcel of what you do so just either own it or embrace it Find people like you can co-partner with or co- co-brand or partnership with. I don't do this enough, but I know that it really helps other newsletters. Uh, don't do two, two newsletters a week. It isn't sustainable for most people. Um, some weeks I struggle, and that's you know, and that's why I dedicate a lot of time for it. What, and what about daily newsletters? Uh, oddly enough, I think it's probably that might be slightly easier if you if you were to do it every day. Because okay. you get into a rhythm and a pattern, whereas I think if you do two very different newsletters, it can be quite difficult to to flip between the two or stick with a tone that you've decided to write with. Yeah, yeah. And just a last tip: competition is healthy. What do you mean by that? So you're going to get people who compete with you, but actually use it to inspire you or to challenge you to improve, as opposed to um, get put off that they've got a big audience. Who who do you compete with? Uh, sleep and the Netflix way of doing it. 
No, uh, in all honesty, I think I like personally, I compete with every different channel, right? So I compete with your email, your WhatsApp, you know, if yeah. you wanted to watch, um, you know, the latest F1 thing on Netflix, I'll compete with that because I'm stealing time away from other things. Yeah. So I'm only a notification away from being ignored. So for me, competition is is everyone, but that's my product, like, you know, product person heads headspace no no i do you know i <clears throat> i think that's a a theory that you talk about there that is is often overlooked in a lot of things is actually you know you break the day down into minutes or whatever every minute is a competition whether it's your newsletter whether it's i don't know your kid or whether or not it's whatever it is and it's interesting, I mean, we've both got marketing backgrounds, but often a lot of people talking marketing about your competition will be brand X or brand A or, but it's not actually, is it in, in the content world? It's, every, you're right. I think everyone is is uh, the competition because you just get into the point where, I did it the other day, I do it all the time. I'll open up a thing on my phone, browser, and then the notification will come through and then I'll go and look at whatever it was. And then I'll come back to the Safari browser and I, for the life of me, I can't remember what I was going to search yeah. for all the time. That's the funny thing around tabs as well. I know this is a broader theme, but your tabs, if you're, and if you're curious, you've probably got like 50 tabs open and you probably wouldn't remember the, the third tab in that one the reason why you had it open, but that's the, I'm that's the, you compete against all of those and you're competing against a text message or, you know, yeah. a, a WhatsApp from one of your friends or, you know, group chats or people complaining on, on another channel. Yeah. It's kind of mad, isn't it? Do you think like just finishing up on that, you know, if someone came up to you question, do you think there's still room in the market for someone to start a successful newsletter today? Yeah. I think there's always, there's always opportunity for people and i think you're only one share away from blowing up really in still in yeah. the way that the internet works today so i think there definitely is like and i think there's an outlet for everyone it's just everyone's a content creator they're, like, they're creating content whether that's at work um an email or on whatsapp or what have you so they're already doing it so you know i i've got a framework that i tell people when they ask me and it's eie which is uh entertainment inspiration education so if you can fit into those and say and know which one you fit into i yeah. think you've you've got an opportunity and then whether that applies to a newsletter podcast short video presentations which is something that i love creating um or if you know if it's your preference you know something like only fans if you if you've got a niche um yeah. that works on there as well so and then there are three types of content in my mind. It's timely. So, you know, the world we live in is is right now. There's time-sensitive yeah. content. There's timeless posts, you know, which are like updates that anyone can go back years down, you know, years later and still find really useful. Yeah. And I just think you have to decide what you're most applicable to and build the associating audience. And then you can be successful. So it doesn't have to be a newsletter. It could be a podcast, YouTube. YouTube's hard now. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's the stuff. sort of way that I look at it. Gary Gumbleton, what, what's what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Well, you're right. I ha there's you know I've taken a lot of advice on board. I think one of them, or the main one, is 
I'll kind of write it down there. Yeah, you can only guarantee success if you operate in a market that doesn't already exist. Uh, and I posted this out on LinkedIn, so you can only guarantee success if you operate in a market that doesn't already exist. Therefore, there's no competitors. Yeah. You know, it's literally you're the only person creating that product in that market. And that's any, the only way you can guarantee success. And someone said to me, well, someone commented on the, on the post that I put out, and they go, oh, you can just do really, good, do really well, beat your competitors in that industry. It's like, well, no, it doesn't matter whether you're doing really well. I could you know, drop my pants in terms of pricing, and they'll take it, you know? So you can't guarantee success in a market where there's competitors. The only way you can guarantee success is if you operate in a market where there aren't competitors, right? But even then, to be total pain in the ass, yeah. even then, once you have that element of success, then people start to follow you. Yes. Yeah, Then, but then you all of a sudden, then you're in a market with competitors. Uh, yeah. Therefore, then you can't guarantee that success, right? Because there are there. Yeah. Uh, fair, fair, yeah. Uh, yeah. So what the, the what I p- kind of pulled from that was, in, I need to create products or a business that doesn't have competitors, or or you cannot compare like for like. It's very difficult, obviously, to create a, a market or a business that doesn't have competitors. But or, but kind of like you know, create that product where people can't compare apples for apples. It has to be apples for pears. You know, to yeah. say that if someone says to me. I want to make a video and they say to this other business, they want to make a video. So, well, actually I can also do your podcast and I can also then give you a strategy around posting over social media. Whereas the other video agency will only ever do video. So I, it's very difficult for them to create a like for like comparison. I, yeah, I think that that's the, the key thing for me was to make sure people can't compare you to another person and therefore you don't have competitors quite unquote, you know? Do you know what? It's, it's solid, solid advice. And the reason I say it's solid advice is because I watched a video on YouTube not three or four days ago. Yeah. And they were talking about becoming an expert in something. It's exactly the same analogy as you said. He's like, he said, you can charge, you can be a consultant. I can't remember the example. It's something like you could be an accountant, right? And you could charge X amount per yeah. your, your fee. He said, but you're competing with every other accountant. He said, yeah. or... You could be an account and he says, once you start adding in layers, then you can charge more and the competition goes down. Yeah. And he said, you could be an accountant that specializes in podcasters, for example. Yeah. Yep. And then you become an expert podcast accountancy guy, a girl, and you're known for that. But because you've got that specialism, you can also charge more as well. Yeah. And there's less competition. Absolutely. Yeah. So you, yeah, and that's it, you know, and then you start to guarantee the success because the competitors aren't, aren't there, you know? So it sounds like from what you said earlier, that adding those layers in during COVID, I guess like, you know, a lot of yeah. businesses struggled during that time and a lot of businesses, I guess it says a lot, it's a bit unfair, I guess, but different people approached it in different ways, right? And some people yeah, that's right. thrived when, on it and some people... Yeah, some people yeah, crashed. And yeah. we we used to have video content creators as competitors before covid and yeah. now though they are they are still operating but we don't have those as, as competitors anymore we are you know we're, we're a full digital agency and in fact the size of us you know we there are not many agencies out there that do podcasting video content photography live streaming graphic design yeah. social media management you know uh, so we can we're a full in-house solution kind of thing Weird question, but are you happy with where that, how that's gone? Is that where you were aiming for with the business? It's funny. I that I wasn't. I wasn't going to be a full service agency because I'd only ever really known video, or was only yeah. ever known how to sell video. Uh, so it's like coming out of adversity, we have grown, and this kind of goes on to your next question: like, what, what would you see as the future? Yeah, the, you know, 
when before COVID, I was like, yeah, man, video content, that's it. We're going to be, you know, we're going to crush it. We're going to grow to 100 people with the video content. Now, the future for me is growth as a full service agency, you know? And I think it's funny, live streaming and podcasting is becoming a a big thing for us now. That's one of our main revenue streams, whereas the classic video content still always kind of ticks along. And everybody, we we create the content and we therefore then put it over the social media platforms as well, just a a nice, easy ecosystem, you know? But from a growth perspective answering number nine on your on your list there uh, for me the future is growth because we have so many feathers in our bow it's very easy for us to kind of keep juggling all of these revenue streams and i'd love to get to uh, well i mean we're at six people now i'll probably be at seven uh, within the next month or two and hopefully by the end of next year i'd like to be at 10 15 20 plus right okay because the the trajectory that we're going at the moment is is huge and we've never experienced this before because we were just video when we first started then covid where it all completely dropped off and now it's kind of like the it's that snake that feeds itself you know steve atkins linnell if if someone came up to you and said do you know what steve i'd really like to start a channel yeah um what would you tell them i would say do it Think about what you're really passionate about and do it. But think about where you're going to carve out time. So you can have as much money in the world, but you and I and everyone else has 24 hours. That's it. That's what you've got. No ifs, buts, or maybes. Choose what you want to do and allocate the time accordingly. So get rid of some of the crap that you might be doing. I'll tell you what, the best thing I ever did was delete TikTok. That was the best thing I ever, ever did because that is a flipping nightmare because you start on there and all of a sudden it serves you and you're on there for 40 minutes and you think, what the hell have I done with my time? Do you know what, Steve? It comes back to what you just said a second ago about the consumption versus creation, oh. right? Like take everything, take everything else out of the equation. You are yep. either a consumer or a yep. creator yep. ultimately. Yep. And it's about where you want to portion that time, right? Spot on. Yeah. So think about your time and use it wisely. I get really cheesed off when my time is volunteered for stuff that actually I've got no power over. Does that make sense? It's one yeah. of my sort of real values and real niggles is the only thing we have got control over is our time and where we spend it. And you you need to think about what you're doing with it. So I'll give yeah. you a prime example is your invite to me to come on this today. So yeah. the, the decision was, do I actually invest my time and do this? What am I getting out the back of it? Actually, what am I getting out the back of it? I am getting out the back of it that I'm helping other people to start in the YouTube arena. That actually, do you know what? If this helps a person, two or three people that might listen to this, to actually start thinking, do you know what? I'm just going to start yeah. a channel. I'm going to do something. That's what it's about. And it's about using your time and choosing to use it wisely because the moment at which you just let it go because you are scrolling on this and you're scrolling yeah. on social media and all the rest of it, it's too easy. Be really conscious about what you do with your time and that's where you get your time to do all of this stuff that you really want to do and build it in. And use a diary, use set up a process. It's all of that stuff. It all comes together. And it's back to that. If you want something done, ask someone that's busy because they'll always get it done. (laughs) Solid advice. Solid advice. It's it's so true. It's so true. No, it is. I 
I mean, I'm not on a high horse here. I, I agree with you. And I, I look back on what I've been doing the last sort of six months. And again, I come back to the conversation I was having with friends before we jumped on. Mm. We were talking about this. Mm. I was like, I, I sort of, I fell off the, the wagon a little bit. And I've just, you know, staying up late, watching rubbish, mm. getting up late. And it's just like, you get into this circle and you think to yourself, oh, I, that Molly May got in trouble a little while ago. She said she made some comment about um, everyone has the same 24 hours and she got absolutely panned for it because she's got money and she's got support and, and it's not equal. But the, the but kind what of she theory, do with her time? But the theory is correct, right? <laughs> it and is. It's, it's like whether you, whether you want to go down that Molly May route or not, it's a different yeah. question. But ultimately, it's what do you want to achieve and what Spot do you... On. Do you want it enough to say, do you know what, I'm not going to watch Netflix for an hour? Yeah. Or, you know, if you can afford, and, it, and it's not right for everyone. I know that, of course no. it's not, but. You know, and if she can pay video editors to do the stuff and to do the mm. bits, what's she then doing with her time? Is she then growing her business in a different way? Because she's got the time to do it. And money does give you that, and it gives you different aspects to take different bits. But then what are you doing with your time? Now, if she's saying, yeah, you've got to make all your time and do, and then she is sitting back and just watching Netflix and chilling and going on social media and just chilling and all the rest of it, that makes mm. a difference. But I don't think anyone should be panned if they if they're looking at their 24 hours and going, this is what I'm going to do. Now, that doesn't mean to say that you can't take breaks, that you can't, you know, just go and take 10 minutes off, go and, you know, just chill for 10 minutes and then come back to it. And actually, there's a bit that says your concentration period is 20 minutes. Okay, your optimum concentration period on any single thing is 20 minutes unless you you change it up. And yeah. that's, that's really important. So you've got to do something to keep that going because actually being 14 hours in front of a pc in front of a screen doing whatever is not productive you need to be able to break it down to get that re-energy and and keep re-energizing but yeah. just be just be mindful of what you're doing and make choice with what you're doing with your time and rebecca roberts someone came up to you and said they wanted to start a podcast um what, what would you say to them um, just to do it and I think that's the thing around like I had this kind of like idea brewing for ages and I was like faff around what kit I needed essentially anyone can do it with just the, their phone and the most basic kit free stuff that's available so I think you take yeah. that pressure off um in fact a guest of mine brought me a, a microphone as like a thank you which Everybody. was nice and um, first season as a contribution because basically my audio wasn't brilliant and I had to get over the fact that, A, you're putting yourself out there, but also it's not going to sound perfect straight away. And I think mm. the best thing was just just start. And I think if you want to write down, like, who is this for? Is there a structure to it? So, you know, intro and outro. Am I going to ask the same kind of questions? You know, there was another one that I'm I'm recording and I'm guessing someone else's. And they've changed their questions. Like, we're asking every guest these things this time. And I've actually put that back into this season. So I used to always ask someone about, like, books or podcasts or whatever. Because that also en enabled me to tag those in, make the show, and it's really rich and useful, um, and yeah. it's just interesting. So, again, it's just thinking about what format you want and and then just to give it a go. I mean, ultimately, you could just record something and not put it out there, but I, I really would urge anyone to just to go for it because what's the, wor what's the worst that can happen? Like, it doesn't get loads of listens and you decide it's not for you. Like, okay, at least yeah. you know. But this whole, like, oh, I'd love to do that, I think you just... Yeah, there's there's not very many barriers to it. There's a lot of free and very low cost things you can do to to get going. I, to I mean, you could do it totally free. 
I think I, I think I read the other day like Anchor, you could use that as a host. They don't they don't charge anything. They put it straight on Spotify for you. Yeah, um, and Podbean. I mean, I think it's like seventy quid a year. It's not even yeah. that much, and that automatically posts for you. So I think there's lots of free and low cost ones now available. So yeah, mm. and also the other thing I think if you're like worried about oh people won't be interested because there's enough on that already. Um, there's very few completely original ideas, firstly. But secondly, when you listen to some of the ones you like or in there, not even some of the really big ones I know, the audio isn't perfect. Like, oh, my God, like, yeah. really isn't. So just, like, take the, that pressure off. Because I think a lot of people are like, oh, will I get my voice sound professional enough or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think you just have to go for it. I think it's interesting what you said about, like, will not many people listen to it. I think with technology the way it is and the internet the way it is, even if it is as niche a topic as you think it is, the world is at your feet, right? There was, there are communities out there of people into X, Y, Z and whatever that you will find, I think. Yeah, and you're doing it because you're interested, not because you're like obsessed with everyone else. Like you are doing it for an audience, but it's because you're interested. So I think that it's a, a funny bit of content really, isn't it? Because often you're thinking about, I need to reach as many people as possible, but you're reaching a similar group so yeah it's it's a different it's just a very yeah. different medium and I think that that takes a, for me anyway it took the pressure off I was like well if some people listen to it great but like it ha- like it's nice it's a, it's a useful thing and I think it's the people that will connect to me on social media or start following me or drop me a message now and again saying oh thanks or whatever and yeah, yeah. that's that's cool like I think I've not got any bigger goals or aspirations than that at the moment with it so yeah I did the same thing when I started. I, I said to myself, I know I want to do it and I'm going to give it a try. And I'm not even going to look at analytics for 12 months because I don't care because I just know that the reasons I want to do, I want to try it. And I don't want, you know, if I've got no audience or whatever, then I don't want it to put me off because you don't learn anything from doing a few episodes anyway. So thank you for tuning in folks i hope you got some value out of that i hope you enjoyed it make sure you subscribed everywhere you may watch or listen to this and if you think of someone who would get some real insight or some value out of also checking it out make sure you share it with them take care of yourselves